personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. What an amazing conversation we just had with Melissa Flyshoe, that president and CEO of the New York State Restaurant Association. She was telling us all different facts about guidance and how we're going to open. But I got to tell you, these people that run these associations, they have good ideas, but I want to know what's happening on the street. Because just like you, I'm an investor and I want to go, I want to get opportunities. So I brought, I have such a treat, such a treat. If you haven't had these nachos yet, you don't know what you're missing. I got the guy that runs Del Fuego. He runs La, um, T- Tavola. He runs Ruvo. He runs North Country. This guy, Joe DiNicola, he is the man. He, he works with his brothers too, which I can't even understand. Family is so challenging, but I have Joe DiNicola on the line, and he's from the DiNicola Brothers Concepts. This company owns and operates eight restaurants, eight restaurants, and this is throughout Long Island. They're everywhere. You got places in Port Jeff, Greenlawn, St. James, Babylon, Patchogue. They're everywhere. And this isn't just a restaurant tour, Lauren. He's an award winner, prestigious American Culinary Freedom Award of Excellence. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award. This guy, and I got to tell you, sangria, sangria, you can drink. So I want to know, Joe, how is it going at happy hour at Del Fuego right now? Oh, it's going well. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're doing really well at uh, Del Fuego. Our, um, our takeout business is uh, totally sustained and our client base has really supported us. and uh, But what I need to know is a, I hear there's all-day happy hour. I once thought there was, was happy hour was one back. time. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> Tell me about how happy hour could be all day every day because we need happy hour. Every day, every day we're open. Uh, we kind of extended what we do in the restaurants. When we offer happy hour in all the Del Fuegos, we offer it at the tables as well as the bar. So we took that, that, that little idea and we said, you know what, if somebody's going to come here and, and, you know, and order food and want to take a drink home, let's just give them happy hour all day long. And that's what we've been doing to try to put a positive spin on it. So I just want to understand because, um, uh, you know, you have a wife too, and I want to, I want to get the role. She used to tell me I had to drink when the end of the day. What time does happy hour start now? Because I could use some afternoon happy hour. It starts as soon as we open at 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. So on noon, while you're listening to my show, you can be having happy hour. And there's delivery of the drinks now, too, right? Yes, yes, yes. You can get delivery through uh, DoorDash or uh, Grubhub. Uh, Uber Eats does not allow uh, the alcohol to go. Well, they're dead to me, then. Like, I don't care. I want the alcohol delivered. Grubhub, that's what I'm going with. Let me ask you a question, though, because I'm closing my eyes, and I see that restaurants are going to be phase three, which may not be as long a time as people are thinking. We're six of the seven matrix right now, Lauren, to reopen in Long Island. And when I look at it, there has to be a two-week period in between phase one, phase two, phase three. That's the minimum, which means I could close my eyes and we could be open in like a month and a half. So when you open, how am I going to happy hour back at Del Fuego? I want to go back in the place. I want to get my pitchers of sangria. Lauren does the margaritas, of course. The question is, how are we going to control crowds when you're reopening? What's your vision here? Well, you know, the vision is we're going to follow the guidelines. 
uh, you know, absolutely, you know, obey the laws. Uh, and hopefully, you know, the, 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 I, the government has the same vision that I do, and that's socially distancing, you know, having hand sanitizer, using, you know, all the CDC-approved products, uh, you know, to, to clean, and the, the EPA-approved disinfectants, uh, having masks, having gloves, you know, training our staff, having bilingual instructions, uh, on how to go about everything, which we do already, and then hopefully people can come back and gradually get get back to normal and get get into the restaurants and start supporting you know one of the largest economies in the USA. And you know we're ready to do it. We just we just need the, the green light. Are you looking at any of your uh, parking lots as outdoor patio space? You know, it's funny. I had a nice conversation with Mayor Garan in Port Jeff uh, this week, uh, and she's you know totally up you know, to having these, these uh, outdoor dining. But yet there's a couple of challenges, but I think we can overcome them. You know, the L- you can LA do it. Get on board. Yeah, no, you can you do know? it. Well, we'll talk to the SLA for you because I need to have yeah. my margarita outside. I think that's very important. Yeah. But it I want to, it, it makes me feel comfortable, but I have a question. This is what I really want to understand. I've yeah. heard gloves. I've heard disinfectant. We had, as I said, we had Melissa fly shoot on and she was telling us about how there's going to have to be someone appointed that's going to make sure at the restaurant that everyone's going to be safe. I get that. But I want to be right. a patron for a second. I walk in your okay. place. I go sit at a bar. How are you going to do social distancing at the bar, at the counter when I'm waiting in? I've heard people saying they're going to put mannequins. I've heard people say that they're going to have pictures of people. <laughs> That's uh, going to be fun. Uh, wouldn't that be weird? Like, I'm, I, And I would try and pick up the mannequin. I don't know about you. Like, yeah. I feel like that's where – No, but I have really sure. good game with a mannequin, Lauren. <laughs> My game with a mannequin is particularly awesome. They never say no to me. So what, what are you going to do? Blow up dolls. I like that. I like that. Uh, you know, I had some ideas. You know, obviously, the challenge is going to be people want to move around and they want to do what they want to do. Exactly. And it's always a challenge. You know, yeah. they come into your restaurant, they want to move chairs, stools, this, that, the other thing. I think things are going to have to be fastened in place. Do you I'm think we should get the shockers? Do you think we should get like the yeah. little where I could just hit them with a beam and they go and uh, like <laughs> tease them? Yep, invisible fences. I want the job. I, give everyone a collar. Yeah, no, that would be great. Invisible <laughs> fences with a collar. You walk in. I want to be the taser guy for you. If you're looking for a taser guy. Yeah. yeah. But seriously. Seriously, what tell my me. My ideas and what, what, what I've done, you know, is I've laid out all the restaurants in, in the table format and, and, and removed any table that's not six feet within another table. So we, we've already taken care of that. Uh, re, re, if there's a booth that normally would have a table and it's not six feet from the other booth, we take the table out. So there's no question on where people can sit, where they can't. The, the interesting question is what you're going to do with the bars and it, are they going to let them open? And how do you stop people from standing in an area? And I think the only way you can do that is, is put the chairs where they're going to be, you know, appropriated by, by the guidelines. And then, you know, put areas on the bar. You can't stand here. You can stand here. You can't stand here. I mean, that's the only way I see doing it. But and maybe maybe they allow people in pairs, you know, at the bars. I'm, I'm not sure yet. But whatever the guidelines are, we'll figure out how to follow. Them. So I got another question, and, 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 because when I go to go Del Fuego, I, my son and I, we have a rhyme we do together. Ready? It's beans, beans. Good for your heart. Beans, beans, they make you <laughs> fart. And so after that happens, I got to use the bathroom. So how are you going to deal with the bathrooms when I'm going in after my beans? Uh, you know, again, again, I, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to appropriate what the guidelines are. Um, you know, we're fortunate in most of my locations, like the Rubos, 
we, we have large bathrooms. They're mostly single, single occupancy um, uh, in most bathrooms. I think everything has to be a single, obviously, single occupancy going forward. Uh, we're going to have to, you know, create queue lines, um, which are spatially distant. If you go now to my restaurants and you're, and you're picking up takeout, we, we have, it's very visible where you can stand, where you can't. We have stickers that were made, you know, to ask people to, you know, please stand six feet apart. We have plenty of signage. We show them where to stand. And, 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 and I'll tell you, everyone's been cooperating. It's been great. So what I want to do now, because I know that you you are a leader among everyone, so everyone knows we have Joe DiNicola on the line, and he runs eight restaurants in Long Island. You got Ruvu, you got La Tavolo, you got Del Fuego, you got North Country. This guy is one of the leaders that's going to reopen our community and the restaurateurs are who feeds us and makes us drink. But he's not just a guy that makes happy hour all day, people. There's a reason we have him on besides his innovations and his drive to succeed the way that he's pivoting. He's also someone that cares. Can you tell me what Ruvo is doing right now? You know, we took a different approach at Ruvo. And, you know, we discussed it early on with my brothers. And, um, you know, the Del Fuegos, like I said, the, the takeout's been great and it's been sustainable. But we took a different approach in the Italian restaurants. The Italian restaurants, we wanted to go more family and more community. So we created various packages for the families to pick up to feed a family of four. And believe me, it, it feeds you twice. And it's been great. Um, and we do do the happy hour drink prices there as well. But more importantly, we, we decided that in the, in the Italian restaurants, both on the South Shore and the North Shore, we were going to take care of the hospitals. And, so important. Uh, we were going to donate. We've donated, at this point, I could say, I don't know, 6,500, 7,500 worth of meals. I've lost count. So let's say I want to help um, you do this, because I, I, like everyone out there, want, we, we care about the hospital workers, and I saw something very important someone wrote, Lauren. It's not just the doctors and the nurses. you got to think about the janitors at the hospital, too. There's tons of people, the parking attendants. These people need to be fed. So if we want to help you guys, the brothers, I want to be the fifth brother. There's the four brothers that run these things. I want to be the fifth brother. How do people make donations to help you feed the hospitals? Well, that's been a good, that's a really good point, Andrew, because what we did was we communicated with the hospitals and we deal with the food directors in the hospitals and they, they distribute the meals where they want to go. So I called them up and I said, I'm going to, I'm willing to give you, you know, 50 meals a day and we do it six days a week in, in the, in the Italian restaurants going to the South Shore and the North Shore, you know, whether it be Mathis, St. Charles, St. Catherine's, uh, Good Samaritan, whatnot. And they direct where the meals are going. But then, Consequently, people have been calling us and saying, I want to donate to this unit. Yeah, I do. So where do I call? Where do I call? So you call you call whichever restaurant is closest to the hospital that you want to. Okay. And then we, we specifically bring it, and they'll have people meet us, and we bring it to that hospital, to that nursing unit, or to that you know critical care unit. So and important. And people have been making donations. So And, and all they ask is $10 a meal. So if they want to send 50 meals, it's 500 bucks. But if they only have two hundred dollars, like we had a Girl Scout troop call us up the other day, it's two hundred dollars, whatever it is. Well, and this is so important, Joe. Say, Joe, this is yeah, so important. Just, so, what I want people to do is, I want you to call up your local Ruvo if you want to make a donation and help feed the hospitals. Thank you so much. We have Joe Di Nicola on the line. He's telling us how the world is going to reopen post coronavirus and how they're making it through now. Because if you have the will, there's a way. Thank you so much, Joe. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This 
is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.